The gospel that we have just heard does not really appear in the selections of the gospels frequently. In fact, I was going back to the, the, a few years back, and I was like, when was the last time I heard this gospel that we just proclaimed today? And this particular gospel story is actually unique to Luke. You cannot find it in the other synoptic gospels of Matthew and Mark. And of course, not even in the gospel of John. The passage refers to two events that were probably very familiar to ancient audiences. And the details, however, had been lost to time. For again, Luke is the only source of information about these tragedies that we heard in the gospel. Jesus seizes on two calamities, two tragedies that have been subject of recent conversation about, uh, around the local community. And one instance, we can say more like a state-sanctioned terror, meaning the killing of the Galileans, and one a random accident referring to the fall of the tower in Siloam. And, and in both situations, people saw how people were killed with little warning and for clearly no apparent reasons. And uh, Jesus was trying to tell them that don't think that in this seemingly random acts that God the Father or God was on vacation <laughs> and that he mismanaged the world. And, and how are we going to, to explain this seems to be mysterious or random tragedies. You know, we, we hear sometimes people also asking, you know, in the midst of tragedies and in the midst of catastrophe, where was God in all of this? You know, or sometimes when we, when we lose someone who is dearly, very close to us, and suddenly the person just passed away without any kind of, without any kind of reason, you know, no sickness and all of that, and we ask ourselves, you know, where was God when this happened? And Jesus actually did not answer those human questions, but he, he actually steered us, or he, he steered his disciples to consider a more important question. Regardless on how a person dies or how we will die because we don't know and it explains the fragility of human life the greater question that Jesus is posing in the gospel today is are we ready when that happens whether it is an expected death or it's a death that just comes from nowhere and he's zero in on the importance of repentance which is a huge, uh, which is really the huge element in the gospel today, meaning that 
are we reconciled to God to the point that anytime we go, we're ready <laughs> because we are in right relationship with Him. The need for repentance is a universal condition uh, shared by, by everyone. It's a, it's, it's a universal call for everyone. When Jesus says twice in the gospel today, unless you repent, you will all perish like the others did, he does not promise that the godless will be struck by an asteroid. <laughs> he refers to death in an eschatological sense, meaning a destruction of one's soul. He emphasizes the suddenness with which death comes and the fragility of human life. Just as Pilate's and the tower's victims did not enjoy the luxury of choosing the time of their death, likewise, the unrepentant will suddenly find they have delayed too long and lost themselves. That's actually the point of Jesus in the gospel today. And with a short parable at the end of the gospel on the fig tree, it also speaks of the imminent judgment, imminent judgment. And the, the parable reinforces actually what we just heard in the first part of the gospel, a cultivated yet unproductive tree may continue to live even without bearing fruit, only because it has been granted additional time to do what it is supposed to do. But the question is, until what point we need to realize that we need to bear fruit? Hopefully, not on the time when the gardener decides, let's cut it. <laughs> because it's not bearing fruit. So, so two things here, the fragility of human life, that we can go anytime, so we always have to be, be prepared and to seize every moment that we become the tree that bears fruit so that in the end, we may not be cut and still be a refuge for other people. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit for proper discernment so that we don't just anticipate that passively or morbidly, but rather knowing that through that, we will also enter into our ultimate citizenship, our citizenship in the kingdom of God.